into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday. I am your host, Buck Rising. Maybe I need to grow up, but I'm proud as always to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. They have grown up here in Middle Tennessee. You have grown up knowing the name of Two Rivers Ford in Middle Tennessee. They operate with honesty and integrity, a brand you know, a name you can trust online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Stop losing, stop costing yourself money by not getting involved using the promo code A to Z Sports. So many no-brainer bets, so many profit boosts for you to be a part of in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans, Preds, Primetime. Get your dream address without the stress or sell your home for more with the Ashton team. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. Okay, uh, Real Nick Wright says, uh, what did I miss? Well, Nick, if you if you don't listen to my radio show on 104.5 The Zone, you miss. We we had a lot of we had a lot of uh, a lot of calls today on Deshaun Watson. And if you don't uh, if you don't get the podcast, or if you if you can't hear the radio show live, you can get the podcast. We had a lot of fun today. Will Compton comes on every Wednesday. He was on today. Madison Blevins. We talked a lot of women's college basketball. It was a good time. But some of the calls uh, were really. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe them other than largely ill-informed. But that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. We're here to talk about the most important returning player. Captain Tripps says it's Derrick Henry. He's the most important returning player. And Tripps, I'm going to give you some options here in a second that aren't going to include Derrick Henry. And let me explain to you why. I think that Derrick Henry is the most important player on the Tennessee Titans. I think that Derrick Henry is the closest thing that they have to an MVP candidate, although Tannehill made a pretty good case last year early on in the season. I think that Derrick Henry is of great importance, but I also think that for the purposes of what they've done this offseason, Derrick Henry's already included in the deal. Like Derrick Henry's coming back no matter what. Derrick Henry is always going to be a part of the plan. But there's a particular emphasis, and I'll give you some options that don't include Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry, I think, is a no-brainer. There are other players who are going to factor into the success or failure of this season that I think need to be talked about outside of Derrick Henry. I think we need to have the conversation without Derrick Henry involved because that's the no-brainer answer for everybody. But I do think there are four impactful players that are going to play a large role in whether you succeed or fail this year. I love when Buck straightens out someone. It's hilarious, says Jeff Roberts. I uh, I don't do it enough, I'm sure. Dang, I missed the 104.5 show today, and I thought Will would be the one to tell you that. No, Will just made fun of my weight. <laughs> was this before or after the sparkling water complaint? I believe it was before. Uh, anyway, let's get so let's get into this conversation. I want to know your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Wednesday night. Who is the most important player returning to the Titans in 2021? A.J. Brown, Taylor Lewan, Christian Fulton, or Jayon Brown? Now, those four may seem random. You know, A.J. Brown coming off of uh, coming off of two knee surgeries, two knee procedures. Taylor Lewan coming off an ACL. Christian Fulton, 
finding a bigger role in this defense and Jayon Brown just in general returning to the team. I want to know who you think is the most important player returning of those four options that I just gave you. A.J. Brown, Taylor Lewan, Christian Fulton, Jayon Brown. Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. We will discuss together at length on the A to Z Sports Primetime Show. While you guys do that, I will tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. Uh, It's, of course, Two Rivers Ford. That is where you go for the official home, the official headquarters of the 2021 Ford Bronco. That's where you go for the electric Mach-E Mustang plugged into the future. And that is where you go for all things honesty and integrity in the car buying business, which is a tough thing to find. And it's really not a tough thing to find because I've been telling you for months now, damn near a year now, the Two Rivers Ford is the place that you need to trust with your business. Two Rivers Ford out in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. That is the place that you go. Let's get your Two Rivers Ford take here tonight. So I've asked you which of those four players are the most important returning players. Jayon Brown is what Matthew Stephen Lewis says, or excuse me, Lewis Stephen says, Lowry says Lawan. Chael uh, says Christian Fulton. John Doucette is going with Jayon. John Michael Presley and Jeff Charles on YouTube and Facebook Live, respectively, say Christian Fulton, as does Lakes Jets on Periscope. Which is the most important, uh, important, most important returning player to the Titans roster this year? So let's make the case for each of them, right? A.J. Brown, wide receiver one. A.J. Brown, uh, the pl- the player who is going to receive so many targets this year. A.J. Brown being the best and most proven commodity in your wide receiver room. You know what A.J. does for the offense. You know that it's going to be hugely important to see if he's 100% back to his form. And he played really, really well with injury all throughout the year. It's a credit to him. Uh, Eric says, uh, Ryan Tannehill, are you kidding? Yeah, that's not an option tonight. Neither is Derrick Henry because we know those two are hugely important. Eric, I've given you options. You're weighing the options from the ones that I just gave you. Which of these four, Lawan, AJ, Jayon, or Christian Fulton, is the most important returning player? So you know that AJ is going to be a huge part of this offense. He's your, he's the bulk of, I mean, he's all of your receiving production that's basically returning at this point, not named uh, Anthony Ferkser and Jeff Swain. So then you move on to Taylor Lewan, right? Taylor Lewan, stud left tackle, going to need to rebound from uh, going to need to rebound from an ACL tear. Those things are pretty routine. He talked a lot about that today on Bussing with the Boys. So it sounds like that recovery is going quite well. And also, how? Here's what I'll say to you: How Taylor plays this year is going to very much affect what you can get for Taylor Lewan on a trade market next year. Now, I know some of you are going to say that's blasphemous, but that's something that's very, very real, the idea that they would look to shop Taylor, given what they might be able to get in return for a 30-year-old or 31-year-old, I think at that point, not this coming season, but next season, left tackle. That is something that's going to factor in. So he can not only affect the success of your team this year, he can affect future years by what you may be able to get back with him, uh, get back from him 
when they inevitably take calls on Taylor Lewan. And I think that's going to be a very, very real thing, not this season, but next season. You look at Jayon Brown, who blew up his elbow in the middle of the year last year, started to play a lot better, calls the defense. Defense is going to need a lot of help to get better this year. Jayon Brown is of huge import. But I'll tell you why my answer is Christian Fulton here in just a second. And I thought, I got to be honest, I stole this from Mike Miracles because I saw the point that he made, and it made all the sense in the world to me. I'll explain what that is. You'll hear from Christian Fulton. Here in just a second, right after I remind you quickly about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, the primetime show. I used the Ashton team when I was looking for my dream address without the stress, and Gary got it for me. Gary is going to work with you. His team is going to work with you to make sure that you are completely satisfied with the process and what you ultimately end up with your purchase or just general real estate investments. The Ashton team can hook you up that way too. And if you're trying to make some more money on all of these people who are trying to move into middle Tennessee from out of town and you want to sell your home for more, you can do it at GaryAshton.com. My most important returning player is Christian Fulton. And I'll explain why here in just a second. But first, here's Christian Fulton on playing inside and outside within the Titans defense. Yeah, it, it's been good to, you know, to get back in there. But like, like I said, um, it's just so much going on in the slot. You know, you have to worry about your run fits, uh, pre-snap motion. Then you have to worry about your guy if you're a man. And so it's just a lot of thoughts going on. It was a lot of thoughts going on at first, you know, uh, dealing with in camp, you know, not being uh, able to uh, get the preseason reps or, you know, in the summer uh, OTAs and things like that. So that's all it was for me, you know, just having a – Having the game come to me, you know, letting it slow down for me, um, I think it's big, you know. Even though we didn't get the, um, the preseason games, I feel like being in there um, in the game, you know, with the two games that we did have, I feel like that's helped me a lot tremendously because I can see where my my mistakes are, where my mistakes are, and where I, I did good at. So, um, I mean, I'm picking up onto it, you know, really good. So I think that's what's been best for me. And, uh, the difference between outside and inside, like I said, just – you know, making sure, you know, you got a lot to have a lot of pre-snap fits. You know, you got to talk to the safeties. You got to talk to the corners and even the D-line sometimes. So that was Christian Fulton, one of the last times that we talked to him about playing inside versus outside once he kind of worked his way back from injury. Our key players are straight ballers, says Barrett. Yeah, it's a good it's a good problem to have. You've got a lot of uh, you've got a lot of good players on this team. But this is why Christian Fulton is so important. So I saw Mike Miracles, Mike Herndon from Broadway Sports, make this point um, on what would that have been? That would have been yesterday on Tuesday. Here's what Mike said. I think you can make an argument that Christian Fulton is all caps the linchpin to the Titans 2021 offseason plan, at least as it stands right now. If he's good, a lot of their moves are probably going to look pretty smart. If he's not, they're in a lot of trouble. Christian Fulton is going to have such an incredible impact one way or the other on what this Titan season looks like for exactly the reasons Mike just laid out. Because they cut Malcolm Butler, because they cut a Dory Jackson, because they brought in new pieces around Christian Fulton and the existing defensive players to make sure that they can revamp this defense in a way that more or better suits Mike Vrabel and Shane Bowen. 
But Christian Fulton is, they're putting a lot of responsibility on a dude who, you know, because of injury, didn't really get one, didn't get the offseason experience, didn't get training camp, didn't get preseason. I mean, he did get training camp, but he didn't get preseason games, didn't get the normal rookie onboarding process, got thrown into the fire because of injuries and had a pretty up and down experience. Now, there are some things that you saw from Christian Fulton, more, mostly when he came back from injury. I liked him a lot better on the outside than I did in the slot because they had, that. They had, of course, at that point traded for Desmond King. Desmond King was playing in the slot. They had Fulton on the outside until Adoree got back. So there's so much that hinges on Christian Fulton being successful that I think there's a really, really, Mike makes a great case there, a really, really good case to be made about his importance to the Titans' defense and largely the Titans' offseason plans on the whole. Yes, A.J. Brown is, of course, very important. Of course, Taylor Lewan is important to the success of this team. Jayon Brown is going to have a big role to play as well. But so much hinges on Christian Fulton being a successful player because of all the moves that have been made this offseason that put Christian Fulton in this spot. That's why I think he's the most important returning player for the Titans, not necessarily because of just what he does on the field, but because of everything that's been moved around him that is putting him in a position to where he needs to immediately step up and perform on the field. Christian Fulton, please be good, says Texas Sports 1015. Uh, I would take Jeffrey Simmons over all of those. He, uh, he'll he take a big leap in his third year would be, him taking a big leap in his third year would be huge for the pass rush. Josh, I mean, he's not necessarily a pass rush. Like, it would help, sure, if you can get pressure from the interior. But you're asking Jeffrey Simmons to be something that he's not necessarily been in his career. Now, that's not to say that he can't develop. I think he's the closest thing to Indomitian Sue you're going to find out there right now. Between him, Fletcher Cox, Sue, like there are not many people built the way that Jeffrey Simmons is. Going to be a weird answer, but if Rashawn Evans can be serviceable, that would be more important. No, it's I don't think it's I don't think it's a weird answer. I just think there's so much else. There's at least some familiarity around Rashawn this year. There's at least the return of Jayon Brown to help take some pressure off Rashawn. Christian Fulton is now the longest tenured. Titans corner because Breon Borders is back. Yes. Janoris Jenkins is new. Ty Smith is an unrestricted free agent right now. I know they have some guys on the practice squad, but in terms of like longevity, it's Christian Fulton in the cornerbacks room. I know, you know, Kevin Byard has been there obviously for a long time and Amani Hooker has been there longer than Fulton has, but they're not corners. They're safeties. Corner, your second year player is now the longest tenured player at the position. You're putting a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure on this dude. And maybe he steps up. Uh, professional athletes perform well under pressure. If they don't, they don't last. So you're going to find out real quick if Christian Fulton is going to last because of the position that they're putting him in this season. Uh, major confidence in Fulton. He's legit, says Kenston. Uh, I thought we let Borders go, says El Boogie 808. They brought him back. Um, so freaking scary at corner, says Puka. I mean, you know, it. It uh, it is going to it's going to put a lot of pressure on you that way. I think they're going to draft a cornerback high. That's why I don't think of the Fulton impacts as Titans for life, and that's that's true. I I, I think that is uh, I think that is something very very real to have to consider. They're going to end up taking a corner high. Now I don't know how many people saw J.C. Horn's pro day uh, today, but that dude is going to be so far gone by the time you get to twenty two or really even the late teens if you were tried to trade up at this point 
uh, you are not you are not going to be in the J.C. Horn sweepstakes. And it's going to make me very, very sad because I love him as a player. It make me very, very sad for you when he comes off the board long before the Titans end up making a pick. Any answer besides Derrick Henry's blasphemous brownie? I guess you're late to the show. You're not paying attention to the game we're playing, and that's okay. Some of you guys come in and out as the show progresses. Derrick Henry was off the table because Derrick Henry is too obvious of a player. Ryan Tannehill is off the table because Ryan Tannehill is too obvious of a player. A.J. Brown, Taylor Lewan, Christian Fulton, Jayon Brown. Those were the four options that I gave you guys to pick from because we all know how important Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill are to this conversation. They can trade up and get him, says Ronnie Steed. I mean, they can, but they're going to give up half their draft. Uh, that is not that's not uh, that's not something that I would bank on at this point. Buck, I wouldn't be so sure. John Robinson and Mike Vrabel attended South Carolina's pro day today, Stephen. Stephen, they were at Alabama's pro day yesterday. They're taking a tour of the SEC as they go. Uh, none of the Alabama wide receivers or even Najee Harris are going to be there at 22 when they pick. Doesn't mean they can't do their due diligence on the guys that are there. It's ridiculous that you would think that they're just going to take a player because they're at a pro day. No, the player has to make it to them for them to be able to pick. It would be insanity. It would be unthinkable to see what they would have to give up to trade up to where J.C. Horn is going to be selected. Uh, but I understand why you know why you think that way. So you're saying they're going to sign uh, nine draft picks, right? Says Ronnie Sneed. What do you mean they're going to sign Ron, uh, nine draft picks? I don't, I don't understand what, what you mean by sign nine draft picks. Um, Sertan may be there, Jordan, but the the injury to the Virginia Tech quarterback, I think his name is Fairley or Farley. Excuse me if I'm uh, – I'll, I'll look that up really quick so I don't sound uninformed. Uh, the Virginia Tech uh, – the Virgi Caleb Farley, the Virginia Tech corner who I think – I'm pretty sure he opted out of the season and then uh, is going to miss his pro day due, due to a back procedure. So a lot of this is going to bump a lot of because he's a projected first round pick right now. Uh, they are going to bump things up. Uh, They're going to bump things up in terms of teams that need corner because Farley may see his draft stock fall. He's just had a back procedure and is not going to be at his pro day. That's going to affect his status in the first round. How does that affect the rest of the corners? We will have to see, but I imagine that it drives the price up and drives the need up for teams that need, like the Titans do, a cornerback. Uh, Chris Chris Farley is his name. It's uh, it's a uh, Caleb Farley, not Chris. Uh, <laughs> Titans need to sign Clowney back soon. I hope uh, soon. Hopefully, says Dirk on Facebook. Well, we'll talk about Clowney at the end of the show, but first, let's focus on the salary cap because there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of misinformation not because of anything that Austin and Zach did wrong this morning but it's difficult to kind of wade your way through the salary cap I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live Periscope YouTube and Twitch TV how much cap space do you think the Titans actually have right now because there are a lot of fake numbers flying around out there or numbers that haven't been updated in quite some time how much cap space do the Titans actually have at this moment, let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. I will walk you through each of the uh, each of the situations and why I uh, why Austin and Zach were misinformed earlier today. We will talk about this. Uh, we will talk about this momentarily, and we will have a good conversation around it right after I tell you about our friends at. Uh, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. 
That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. When I say each and every one, I mean each and every one because they do commercial. They do residential. You're going to be in your comfort zone as soon as you hit up our friends from Brimac. Brimac Mechanical are the people that you trust. Three locations here in Middle Tennessee that are going to make sure that you get right on the HVAC side of things at Brimac.com. How much money do the Titans have right now? Because there's a lot of, I get a lot of questions about it. I've had a hard time tracking down the answer. I'm going to explain to you why that's been so difficult to kind of nail down here in just a second. 23 million, according to Evan. Puka agrees with that. Ronnie Sneed says less than 10. Just saying it, we are broke, says Christian, Christopher Covey. Well, then how are you paying uh, Bud Dupree $82.5 million over the next five years? You're not broke. Yeah, someone uh, already cashed in their April Fool's Day prank early, says Stephen. I don't know if you're talking to me. Uh, 12 to 13, says Titans Kyle. 6.7, according to Kenneth Lawson, about $18.5 million. El Boogie says 19.5. So the numbers are all over the place, right? Here is the, not enough, says William Young. Yeah, I, uh, I I understand why you think it. We got a stimmy worth of cap space left, says Xavier, yeah. How, how do we bully? Uh, how do we bully new uh, new President Joe Biden into giving everybody else uh, another uh, another round of stimmies? Now, what I will say to you is, uh, I I am unfortunate. Uh, well, not unfortunately, I'm pretty fortunate. But this was the first time that I didn't qualify for the stimulus, so that made me very happy, and also uh, and also made me laugh. So shout out, uh, shout out my agent is what I will say. <laughs> but yes, $3 million according to Kenston Farmer, $20 million range, uh, says Jake Prell. Um, so yes, we have, we have a variety of different answers across the salary cap. Now, I'm going to let you hear from John Robinson on this in a second, because what John said when we talked to him uh, almost a month ago at this point, in the uh, in the Titans in the last Titans Zoom availability that we had is that they were exploring multiple models at this point. Uh, Buck, uh, Buck, your boy here, about to just out the stimmy bracket too. Says uh, says Evan C White. Um, El Boogie says a flex. Yeah, you know that sounded a little bit douchey. I, I kind of I shouldn't have said that, but you know it's a it's a it's a good it's a good spot to be in right now. Anyway. Um, let us, let us, uh, let us have John Robinson explain how they were approaching this off season. And then I'll walk you through some of the salary cap numbers in a way that make more sense to you here on A to Z sports prime time. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, we're kind of, we're working, working through that, uh, John, um, you know, we, we've got several, several different models, uh, that, that we've looked at. Um, you know, once the salary cap number is actually, uh, given to us. You know that number. It's it affects the, you know, the franchise tag numbers. It affects um, a, a lot of things. Uh, so there's several, like I said, models that we've kind of mocked up based on a couple of different numbers. Uh, and we've got some. You know, we've got we've got a little bit of work to do. You know, we're in we're in better shape than than some teams are uh, cap wise, and we're not as good as 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 others. Um, but you know, we'll work through it, and at the end of the day, try to uh, do what's best for the team and, and continue to put a winning product on the field. All right, so that's John Robinson talking about the multiple models that they're working through. And here's why there's multiple models, because nobody knows. The answer to the question is how much cap space the Titans actually have, no one really knows. And this is why, this is why no one really knows, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you um, 
where Austin and Zach got their number this morning and why it's incorrect. And I've, I've since talked to Austin and Zach about this, so they're aware. So the public salary cap report on the NFL Players Association's website, NFLPA.com. It has the Titans listed as having, uh, in terms of previous carryover, they got $2 million in previous carryover. So their top 51 league cap report with the $2.3 million that they had in carryover gave them a figure at the start of free agency that is $28.3 million. Now, that was very, very different. That's about that's over $15 million different than what the reports were after the teams had made their cuts, right? You were, you were thinking that you had somewhere between 12 and 13 million, not 28. But here's why the 28 number is, it's not, it's not ill-informed. It's the actual number that they had at the start of this thing. But here are some reasons why nobody knows how much cap space they have right now. Let's start with the draft class, okay? You're going to need between seven and eight million dollars for the draft class. So right away, you're down to twenty or twenty-one million dollars. Then you're going to need about three million dollars for your practice squad. So you come down to uh, you come down to about seventeen. Pool pool money for potential injury replacement players. And I had a, uh, I had a uh, somebody with the Titans reach out to me about this and kind of explain this to me. To make it to make it make more sense because I get a ton of questions about the salary cap all the time and I keep looking for resources that I trust and everybody's got a different number so I don't want to put misinformation out there which is why I really ap- re- uh, appreciate this person reaching out so seven to eight million for the draft class three million roughly for the practice squad between six and nine million dollars of pool money for potential injury replacement players. So whatever the number is, which the NFLPA is saying is 28 million, you take about 16 million dollars off of that, which leaves you with the 12 million dollars that everybody kept talking about after they cut Vaccaro, Humphreys, um and Malcolm Butler. That is the 12 million figure that most people came through. So then you get so then you get to uh then you get to the new questions. That they, uh, it was a trick question, says Douglas. Well, no, it's not a trick question. It's the real answer. Nobody knows how much money they have because you understand that right now, Bud Dupree is signed up for 16 million, 16 and a half million dollars a year over the next five years. But his cap hit in 2021 is just north of five. So you have that financial flexibility because of the way that they worked Bud's contract. You have Danico Autry who is making $21.5 million over the next three years. But his cap hit is only about just a little north of $3 million. So you have about between 8 and $9 million off the board of the 12 that you had to spend. Not counting the money that you're going to need for the draft class, not counting the money that you're going to need for practice squad, not counting the money that you're going to need for to pool for potential injury replacement players. This is how NFL teams do their budget. So you're left with about $8 million in change with which to make moves at this point. But what we don't know are the contract details for Janoris Jenkins, Kevin Johnson, and Josh Reynolds. Now, they're shorter-term deals, all three of them. But at this point, we don't know what those numbers are. So when I tell you that nobody knows how much money the Tennessee Titans actually have, it's not a troll, it's not a trick question. It's a real thing. 
So when people consistently ask, how much money do we have to spend? How much money do we have to spend? Ask me that, ask, you know, any media member that. If they tell you they know, they're lying because they, I mean, not that they, not that we're accusing our friends of lying, but they're giving you their best estimates. And there's so many things that people are not accounting for, like the draft class, like the practice squad players, like the pool money that you'll need if somebody gets injured from which to pull. Titans for Life says J-Rob knows. Yes, J-Rob does in fact know. But the rest of us who are out here talking about this on a day-to-day basis, I, I, I'm tired of I'm tired of doing, you know, I'm tired of taking a crash course in salary cap accounting when the numbers aren't real. When you read them on SPO tracking over the cap, they're not real. When you read them on the uh, the public salary cap report on the NFLPA uh, website because they say it's updated daily, but it clearly hasn't been updated daily. In fact, it clearly hasn't been updated since the new league year began last week. $36 million, I say, you never know, says Lewis Jesney. No, we know they had 28, but now we don't know how much they have left at this point. At this point, everybody is just playing a guessing game because you don't know what the contracts are for at least three players, and that's not to include you know, guys like uh, Ola, uh, Ola, oh man, I don't want to pronounce, I don't want to mispronounce his, his last name. Uh, damn it. I, I, I spent so much time repeating that name to myself over and over and over again, but he's the, he's the special teams linebacker, defensive end, outside linebacker that the Titans sound. We don't know what the contract is for him. Kevin Johnson, Ty Sambrello, uh, Janoris Jenkins, all of that stuff is still up in the air. So until those numbers are made public, you don't know how much money that you have to spend. You can guess that it's about $8 million, but at this point, that is not the case. So like the other person said, we broke, says Donald Fred. Mr. Cashville says, Taz, yeah, I uh, I, I very much enjoyed, uh, I very much enjoyed him uh, speaking to Ola today. It's it's a Denyi? I don't want to mispronounce it. Uh, and, and I don't have the pronunciation guide in front of me, but you know who I'm talking about, the new linebacker. Why don't we know the uh, Janoris contract details yet, says Clark Brandon. Well, they've agreed to terms, so it's it's uh, it's it's been agreed to. It's been signed, um, but the agent hasn't made it public yet, and the team isn't going to make it public. So until they do, we're just kind of waiting in the waiting in the wings. I don't have a good answer for you on that. Normally, normally that stuff's out by now because the agent now, unless it's a bad deal for Janoris Jenkins, because the agent doesn't want that information out there because it's going to reflect poorly on the agent if you know he got his client who's a pretty good player a bad contract now let's move uh let, let's move on to clowny watch the latest and put a bow on tonight's show the question for you is it good news or bad news that clowny did not immediately sign following his visit with the cleveland browns today if you didn't know clowny did take a visit with the cleveland browns today and i'll tell you more about that here in just a second Right after, I remind you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You know this, and you know that right now the NCAA tournament is in full swing. It hasn't disappointed. It never does. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. You bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100 right out of the gate with the promo code A to Z sports DraftKings is safe, secure and reliable. And you know how important that is after what you saw this weekend from another sports book who is not uh, safe, secure and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now 
Use the promo code A to Z Sports that you see behind me when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. Code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, good news or bad news for the Titans that Clowney left uh, Clowney left Cleveland without a deal. El Boogie 808 says he low-key wants to come back. I have no idea if that's true or not. Donovan says it's good news. Evan C. White says it's good news as well. I believe it was Schefter that reported today that Clowney left, had a visit with Cleveland and left without a contract. Um, hilarious. Cleveland will never be a destination, says Dirk of Time. I mean, I don't know if that's true. There's a lot of players that want to play with Cleveland. It's exciting. If you fit, if you are a part of the team that wins it for the Browns, you're going to be in a good spot. Bad news because he's got more teams on the way, says Steven. Depends if you think we should sign him or not, says Clark Brandon. Good news, he could be giving us time to match, says Corey D. Jackson. Jordan E. 23 on Periscope says he'll take six, he'll take Clowney back for six to eight million. Brandon says, good news, we should try and hook him up with an appropriate contract. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, so I think it's good news for the Titans because I think the Titans should consider for the right price. It very, very much matters what the price is. I think it's good news for the Titans because clearly the Browns, either he wanted too much and the Browns are telling him, you know, even though we have cap space, we're not going to pay you that or the medicals are a concern. So it can be a mixed bag, right? If the knee is still bad and he hasn't fully recovered, um, you know, the clowny watch is, the clowny watch is never going to end. It's going to continue through the summer in all likelihood, just like it did last year. If his knee is correct and he's just asking for too much money, it is good news because Cleveland has a ton of money to pay guys. And if they don't want to, if they don't want to, you know, if they don't want to risk paying Clowney, whatever it would be, 10 or $12 million, which I don't think he's going to make anywhere close to that this year, uh, you will you will see a, a depressed market for Clowney. Now, it'll make more teams interested if he's cheaper, but it also makes it financially easier for the Titans to bring him back. Donald Red says, I'd rather have Kerrigan or then Clowney. Um, Clowney out here acting like he's Aaron Donald. I mean, you know, he's the first overall pick. He's allowed to have some ego about that. But it's good news because the Titans, uh, the Titans are in a spot where uh, on, on NFL Network, they said Cleveland never made an offer says Titans for life. I, call, I, did, I didn't hear that. So that's good context to have. Um, Braden says, uh, Braden says, Buck, I'll see you on throwing shade tomorrow for getting my name wrong. Big dog. Well, I just I don't know, I don't know how else to uh, to, to pronounce Braden, um, but I assume I got it right. And I don't do throwing shade, so I won't see you tomorrow because that's not my show. But you will see Austin and Zach in the morning. Um, if Clowney makes ten million dollars this year, his agent is literally God. Says Evan C. White. I would be shocked. Uh, I I would be shocked if Jadavion Clowney makes ten million dollars this year. Ego needs to go away when you don't produce his Titans, Kyle. I think that's uh, I think that's a legitimate gripe at this point but it's good news for the titans because if he is out there if he is cheaper if teams are turning him down that gives the titans the ability to swoop in say listen we're gonna we know our defense is gonna be better we know we're gonna put you in a better spot yeah you're probably not gonna start uh it's gonna be bud dupree and uh and harold landry but you're gonna be a big part of the rotation we're gonna use you all over the place and it's gonna look better for you you're gonna end up being paid 
Uh, Kevin H says, give Alden Smith a call. Yeah, the Cowboys said that they would not be pursuing contract extension talks with Alden Smith. So he is also available at this point. Ryan Kerrigan is taking visits with the Cincinnati Bengals, but also Washington watch wants him back. I think it's good news that Clowney took a visit and didn't get a contract, didn't even get an offer, because I'm certain that the offer that Clowney is looking for is not something that Cleveland or most other teams at this point are going to be willing to pay. That is the latest in Clowney Watch. It's going to continue, unfortunately, for all of us. Uh, it got us through the pandemic, so I can't be mad at him. Excuse me while I take a quick drink. And that is going to do it for the uh, for tonight's show. Thank you, as always, for your participation. Big show on the radio show tomorrow. We have one more primetime show to do as well. Today on the radio show, you need to be subscribed to the podcast if you're not listening to the radio show live on 104.5 The Zone. Today on the podcast, Madison Blevins and Will Compton. Tomorrow on the radio show and the podcast, which you can find Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone and your favorite podcast app. Tomorrow, Casey Alexander uh, to be our tournament analyst. Uh, be- excuse me, head coach of Belmont men's basketball. Casey's going to be on. Diana Russini of ESPN. We're going to talk a lot about what's happening in free agency across the league with Diana. And then we will also have Harry Douglas, former Titans wide receiver and really, really close confidant of Corey Davis. We're going to get into a lot of the issues that the Titans wide receiver core is going to have without him. And Harry loves the draft. So we'll talk a lot about the draft and the wide receivers who Harry thinks would be a good fit in the Titans offense. That's tomorrow from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone or in your favorite podcast app, Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your evening. I certainly will. I appreciate you guys for hanging out. I appreciate you supporting the people who make this show free for you. That's DraftKings Sportsbook, Two Rivers Ford, Gary Ashton Remax, and Brymac Mechanical. Great businesses set on providing you great local service. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Vol talk tomorrow night on the primetime show. A lot of NFL tomorrow on the radio show. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to keep producing the content and the content's going to continue to be great because you know we got a standard around here. And the standard is that we're not tired yet.